This is Michelle. And this is Andrea. And we are Black Girls Vibe. So, Andrea, we have a pretty serious situation on our hands. We do, we do, we do. Um, over the last course uh, of the course of the last several weeks, the country and the world have been experiencing um, a coronavirus outbreak, uh, novel coronavirus outbreak. Um, and um, I think it's safe to say that, that people are understandably concerned. It's influenced financial markets. Mm-hmm. It has influenced um, the levels of toilet tissue and paper towels and hand sanitizer. And wipes and disinfectant spray. So, so folks are understandably concerned. Um, just looking at some of the figures uh, that the World Health Organization has posted on its dashboard as of, of, of today, there are a little over 100,000 confirmed cases worldwide, mm-hmm. um, 3,817 deaths and 105 countries, areas, or territories with cases. Um, obviously, the United States is one of them. We have um, 213 confirmed cases. Uh, and that number, um, as access to testing increases, that number will uh, invariably and inevitably rise. Yes. Uh, and, you know, this is a sports and, and uh, lifestyle and leisure podcast. Uh, so it makes sense to talk about the, uh, the potential impacts of the coronavirus outbreak on sports activities and other things. Yes, because it's impacting markets and where <laughs> gas, well, gas yeah. and travel and where large groups typically congregate. Absolutely. Sporting events. <laughs> As sport, sporting events in particular. Yeah. Um, it's not a sporting event, but it's of, of note that um, a mass annual event, South by Southwest, was canceled last week mm-hmm. uh, by, by the city of Austin. Uh, because of the health uh, crisis and the concern around it. Uh, so when you have like a, something as massive as South by Southwest, which I think this is the first year they've ever had to cancel in like 35 years of doing the thing. Mm. So it's pretty unprecedented. Right. So, um, but outside of that, that music festival or entertainment festival, if you will, context, um, there has been at least one event on the national scale that's been canceled as a result of the outbreak. Um, Indian Wells. Oh, um, I hadn't heard that. Mm-hmm, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. They, I think they called it uh, late last week. Okay. Late last week. Um, because there's a confirmed case in Riverside County. And I think at which is where it's hosted. Like right. it's, it's hosted in like Coachella Valley, but that's in Riverside. So, right. but. Yeah, so they have shut down Indian Wells, and folks will recall that in the early 2000s, the, the Williams sister and their, and their father, Richard, received a less than welcome reception there, were uh, subjected to uh, racial epithets as a result of the, the, the crowd's frustration with the fact that Venus had had to pull out of the event due to an injury. Um, and it was years uh, before... Um, uh, the Williams sisters were willing to return to Indian Wells. I mean, I think that event happened in 2001. Mm-hmm. And 
Serena just went back uh, 18, 19. Mm. Like there was almost a 20 year protest of it by them. But it's that Indian Wells. So uh, that, that, that's, uh, and that's the first big sporting event that's been canceled as a result of the outbreak. Um, right. And that would have taken place in the month of March. So understandable as new cases arise of the coronavirus. Yes. Yes. We, we are, we've, we um, are obviously in March, which means we're on the, the cusp of March madness. Right. And um, some, some, um, I guess some conferences have already had their women's tournaments and the men's tournaments are starting in earnest this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but according to the NCAA, at this point, they don't plan. They don't. There's no plan to uh, cancel uh, any March Madness events at, uh, as of now. Uh, I suspect that's a fluid situation. I would. I would think so. I think that everybody's probably taking it day to day and just evaluating as information changes or becomes more available yeah yeah um so there's that um the nba has come out with some guidance around it for their players in particular um and you probably saw the 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 information that came out last week around how they're advising players like as far as autographing things i guess they they don't want them taking there's some guidance around them like maybe not taking the pins from the fans maybe use their own pens to sign things. I imagine they're encouraging them or discouraging them from doing a lot of handshaking and glad handing with fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think uh, most interestingly, I feel as though the NBA, and you tell me what you think, the NBA is preparing us for the possibility that they could modify how we experience games in this season. Right. Which I, I <laughs> it's, yeah, well, I know there are a couple players, well, one in particular who was like, no fans, well, I'm not playing. So. Right, right, right. And so, and, and that so would for be those, LeBron James. That would be the LeBron James, King James, Wash King, whatever. Um, but no fans, yeah. So, so what we're alluding to is, or referencing is, the NBA has said, has, has kind of sent out a notice to fans saying, be prepared for the fact that we could be playing some of these games later on into the season um, without fans there in the, the arena. So it would just be the teams, their staff, uh, and the, 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 the ref team, <laughs> the crew. Uh, Which would almost feel like, to LeBron's point, like a practice because he's like, I come out and play for the fans, yes, for your team, but I like to play with my teammates, it's like practice. I'm adding the part on about you're, practice. You're adding practice. <laughs> I, like it's got a little Allen Iverson. It does. We're talking about practice. <laughs> right, like practice. Like I, it's like I'm not doing that. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't – it would be interesting if it gets to that point. I understand the, the precautions that, you know, the NCAA and the NBA and – other leagues, just as we enter into, well, I think spring training has already started or close it has. to it. So we're entering baseball season is, you know, getting underway. So just all of the fan activity and not wanting to, you know, just being mindful of um, there's still, as testing becomes available, there's still a lot of 
unknown about as people um, as the, you know, materialize with the symptoms and not wanting to have it spread anymore with new cases. So I understand, you know, wanting to be very conservative with, but that would be interesting. It's to watch them play and there not be anybody in the, in the venue. Yeah, it would be surreal. I mean, I try to balance that, the point that LeBron makes, which is a valid point. As a player, like, you're there to entertain, and part of that, the energy you get is from the crowd in the space. Mm-hmm. But you have many more fans who experience and enjoy the game from their homes or from the local, well, they probably won't be at a bar if folks are truly, like, self-isolating, but from right. their homes. Right. So, yeah, you have to balance like the, the 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 at game experience with the experience of the fan who is watching it from their their sofa. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just hopeful it doesn't reach a point that that that's even a measure they have to they have to implement. I I'm hoping not. I'm, I, I'm I, hoping, but I'm, I'm preparing myself for it. Right. No, I I did just read not too long ago though that the NBA, the MLB, the NHL and the MLS are closing locker rooms to media. Okay. Due to the virus. So you know, that may be the start. I don't know, you I understand that cuz you're, you know, in close in close person. proximity. Exactly. So probably just wanting to minimize that contact with the, you know, with the players and then with each other. Um those in the media um so i think we just see where this goes it's yeah it's still it, it's, very it's, early it's, it's very very early um um and so yeah to that point around like closing off media access in the locker room like we know that it's it um it's spread by you know person to person you know you can if you're standing within say six feet of somebody who's um contracted it you you're you're exposed Mm-hmm. And certainly if someone, uh, it's, it's spread through the air if someone sneezes or coughs on you. Um, and also through contaminated surfaces. Right. Uh, which are all things that, you know, we can kind of, con- we can control by kind of keeping our hand, you know, coughing into tissue and throwing them away or coughing into our, the crease of our elbow uh, and making sure our surfaces are clean and that our hands are clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you're talking about the masses, and I'm curious about MLB in particular. I'm glad you mentioned them. I mean, we've been to to Braves, to uh, SunTrust, Truest Park. To Truest Park, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's just this big open space where mm-hmm. just seas of humanity fill it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm just wondering what MLB is going to do. Yeah, because I think... Not that I've, you know, kind of been following it all, but this may be the first that I've seen. And like I said, maybe because baseball season is just starting where they're starting to put out more um, kind of restrictions um, related to the coronavirus and protection of fans and players and staff and everyone that is out there for the for game day. Um, so, yeah, it would be interesting because I think we'll know soon probably you know i think timing what they would do and likely the ncaa with march madness would happen sooner than later Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And it's a little bit further down the line. Uh, it's not it's not as close as opening day or uh, March Madness, but you know you have the NFL draft. Yeah. Uh, in late April. Um. So what happens there, where it's not just the congregation of teams and staff and all that, but the fans who tra- who are going to be traveling to Las Vegas. Probably, I mean, I would imagine hundreds of thousands will, will travel there. Now, how many of them are actually attending the actual things? I don't know. But I'm curious to hear the NFL address that. Yeah, and, and kind of along those lines, when you talk about traveling, um, even though that was kind of domestic, but still having to travel to a location, um, the Olympics is later this summer in Tokyo. Oh. Yeah. And, but am I correct? Uh, uh, am I correct that as of now, the IOC is saying it's, it's, it's still on? It is. That's, that's what I, right? that's the latest that's what I've heard. Saying. Yeah. It's still on. Um, now, granted, it's what, like latter part of July, I think is when summer Olympics begin. So there's right. still time, but yeah, what do you do, and how far in advance do you, would you, if you were to cancel it, like how, I, I don't mm-hmm. know, like how far would you wait <laughs> yeah. um, to make that decision? It, you know, it, it's a tough call. I'll, I'll share, I'll share like my perspective uh, and experience on that, uh, related experience on that with the BGV fam. Um my parents and I, as you well know, were scheduled to, to take a, a, a Greek Isle cruise that departed out of Rome in late May. And we have decided literally as of today, because of the latest uh, advisories with regard to the elderly uh, uh, and being uh, advised not to get, you know, the elderly, particularly those with uh, immunocompromised systems to not get on cruises. Mm-hmm. We're we're not gonna go now. Yeah. Uh, but you know, for the last two weeks or three weeks or so, we've been we did not rush to the decision we made today. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we've, we've been trying to just see. You have to see where things are headed before you can make an educated guess. And uh, as things evolved, you know, we just realized. It, it wasn't feasible. And to that, and I offer that to say, I can understand how the IOC is saying it's too soon for us to know. Mm-hmm. But what I feel like is they will soon know. Like, I think <laughs> the events of the, of the, of Mar- in the next several weeks, I think by early April, how this thing has either, like, if there's been an effective, uh, I think we're out of the containment part of yes. the conversation now, right? Yes. Uh, so now we're just more talking like mitigating. Yes. Uh, and self-isolating and, and all right. those things. Yeah. How, how effective those measures are over the next several weeks, I think, will, will, will give the IOC a very strong indicator of what, whether they should just cancel. The, I know they've said that we're not moving it somewhere else. Right, like it, it can't be moved from an infrastructure standpoint. No, no, like it can't be moved. So I think I, I imagine that they'll know one way or the other by the, the begin the first of, you know of April. Well, I, yeah, I, I would agree with you because just thinking about um, 
you know, like our recent travels to Barcelona, but then having myself traveled to Japan last year, Mm -hmm. just how a lot of our mode of transportation was using their public transportation system. We sure did. I'm starting to think now you already, I mean, it's already, I don't know the population of Japan, but they have a very advanced um, public transportation system. And I would imagine that that is how, for those who would be visiting for the Olympics, would get around. So, I mean, I know the efforts that are being done in the States just around you know, disinfecting and cleaning um, for the coronavirus. So, you know, you add that layer to, like, I don't even know how you would do that. You're adding that many more people traveling <laughs> to like, Tokyo let, let me, for let me the offer, Olympics. <laughs> let me offer this. I just looked it up while we were talking. In 2015, Tokyo's population was 9.23 million. <laughs> <laughs> Right. That is Tokyo. That's, that's Tokyo. That's not Japan. Right. Okay. I, I Googled Tokyo population. <laughs> and that was 2015, you and said. That was, and that's why I, five years ago, five years ago, that's. Mm-hmm. So, right. That so just, just being conservative, but just being conservative, let's say the population's 10,000. <laughs> I mean, 10 million, 10 rather. Million, 10 million. Right. 10 million. 10 million. <sighs> That's before that's before the world converges. Right. So difficult decision they have ahead of them. Very Very tough for those who have been training and in the Olympic trials and, you know, even those who participated in the last summer Olympics and waiting four years. And Tokyo is an awesome city. Um, No doubt. But yeah, I don't I don't envy those who have to make that decision. I don't either. I don't either. Um, you know, I, I was I saw like this weekend that uh, G, apparently in uh, the NCAA has issued some type of no handshaking rule, like you know the post game where the teams line up and like slap the hands or whatever. You know, is in the line as they're leaving the court. Mm. Like they they issued a rule, uh, and maybe and even for the coaches, like you know the post game handshake and greeting, whatever. Don't you know you can greet, but just don't shake hands. Gino Ariana was like, we're not doing that. Like, we, he's like, I'm shaking hands. And, and you know, these, these, these players have been sweating on each other and Ding each other up for, right. <laughs> for 40 minutes. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not acting like, yeah, I can go wash my hands afterwards. Mm. Like, <laughs> um, and I, you know, I, I understood where he was coming from uh, because of the, if the issue is that dire, then should you be playing? Right. Now that's a good question. It is. I mean, it's, it's like, I understand what coach is saying, but conceptually, I mean, how many people after they go shake hands with somebody are really deliberate about, let me go straight to the bathroom and go wash my hands. Right. So, yeah, I mean, unless they just have, I don't know if they have um, just kind of at the scores table and the announcers table anyway, just the temporary hand sanitizer that until you can make it to the locker room to. Yeah. But I mean, how many would actually remember to do that? How many would do it? Stop by the the desk over here and. (laughs) Right. Right. Mm. 
Well, and yeah. So now you bring up a good point about, or a good question about, so we were talking about playing with no fans. Would they just cancel the games? Well, they just cancel. If it gets to that point, then, because, you know, one of the, for me as, you know, one individual citizen person, what is troubling is the fact that folks can, can be, Either that the symptoms can be delayed in presenting, mm-hmm. or they or they are or they have contracted it and they're asymptomatic, right? And passing it on, right? Ah, uh, and you don't even know it. Don't know. <laughs> you don't even know it. Um, so that that's a part of it too. If folks just if folks got like visibly ill and unwell, and you could readily identify it, but it's it's very stealth and it's. You know, the scientists are saying it's, it's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Changing, mm-hmm. um, not morphing, uh, but evolving. That's not the word, but you get what I'm trying to say. Uh, <laughs> so we're dealing with something that's a little complex here and, and, and kind of ever shifting. Like it's like right. a whack, whack-a-mole. You think you have a sense of it and there's new data that comes out that says, well, we, we really don't, this really is a novel illness mm-hmm. um and it's i would imagine it's hard for it's a challenge for sp- the sports managers out there uh you know whose primary goal at the end of the day is to make money to balance that with the public health implications right and what does it like they want to they want to continue to make money but also kind of have the you know the health and safety of the public in mind so how does that, how, you know, maybe that's how you end up playing a game with no fans in the space, but it being televised. Right. <laughs> I, I would be interested as, as someone watching it on television, I'd be interested in seeing that at least once. Like, what's it like as the fan at home watching a game where there are no fans in the space where the game is occurring? Like, does that affect the, the fan experience from the house, like to not have, not see the hype crowd. Well, I don't I know. Would, I would think so, especially for um, like basketball, because yeah. since the fans are there, I could see less um, for football, but for basketball, since with the close proximity to the court, yeah, I would just, like, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm watching this. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, and I don't know what as a player you would have to do to really just kind of get yourself in the zone to play with no one there. <laughs> <laughs> no one. It's, yeah. There's no crowd. There's no sixth man. There's. And, yeah, and this is just interesting to play this out. I know we don't have much time left, but you know, you know how like um, Staples Center is set up, or a number of these play- these uh, basketball arenas are set up. You know, Toronto with Jurassic Park and Staples Center with that area, that LA Live space. You mm-hmm. know, that open space where fans congregate. So I can't even imagine that they'd be allowing the fans to congregate in the Jurassic Park spaces or the LA Live spaces. Like, right. no fans at all. Right. Because that defeats the point to have thousands of folk out there. And they can't come in. <laughs> they can't come in and they stand in well within six feet of one another. Right. <laughs> so, so it's home. literally, you're, they're, yeah, I mean, they're re- that's really like, 
no fans at all. No. Yeah, good luck with that. Mm. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. But but my I had I had my my the there was a part of me that understood understood where LeBron was coming from. At the same time, it did cross my mind that if we get to that point, Andrea, for real, where we're like self-isolating on that level, like it will help community morale to be able to watch the game, even if it's just from their TVs. True. That's so, true. So like, you, I, I know how, we're, and I say that to say like this, you talk about like something shifting a paradigm of how we experience things. Like folks have to open their minds to the possibility that we may be enjoying and consuming things in manners we never thought we'd have to. Sports being one of them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I hope that LeBron keeps it. If, if it gets to that, I hope he keeps it an open mind that if we're at that point, the society overall is probably in a space where it, we, we might need the, the morale boost. And yeah. it's not it's not on players to 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 make our day in that way. I get it. But I, I hope he keeps the, that broader perspective in mind if we get to that point. Yeah. And I, you know, I would say it's 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 so early and it's soon and you know it was I think he it was right after a game when he was asked so it may have all been like this is like what are we talking about like this is you know something like this is just absurd but if if new cases continue if then yeah I mean there might be some other things that have precedent and then it may be well this is this is the new norm Right. That's right. That's right. And we'll all be adjusting on the fly. And, you know, we've got to wrap up soon. But the other the one uh, sport we hadn't talked about, but you and I have experience attending uh, USTA events is I don't know. I don't see how given given what what the rates are, uh, the number of cases are in um, France and London and uh, England, Wimbledon and the French Open are kind of, I mean, they're not far off. French Open is usually, it's, it's April or May, right? Uh, that sounds about right. And then... Wimbledon's late June and yeah. July. Yeah. 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 France currently has 1,116 cases. The UK has um, 277. It doesn't break it down, like, according to which part of the UK. Okay, so yeah, um, late so. May would be French Open, like around Memorial Day. Okay, is when the French starts. Um, so, so around the time we uh, our our crews would have departed. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Wimbledon <laughs> is late June. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't seen any UST. I mean, well, it's not. It's USTA is uh, US Open, but um, which organization runs the? Um, the, the, the other tennis tournaments, are they self-run? I'm riffing now. Uh, regardless, <laughs> I've not heard I've not heard any announcement regarding what what might happen with those. But I would imagine that if Indian Wells is off, that I mean, some of the others may not be that far behind. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I I think it could be a domino effect. I know. Well, the Miami Open is just in. I mean, it's sometime. It's in late March. 
Uh, I don't know the number of cases in Florida. I don't know if there are any cases in South Florida. I think there are cases in Florida. I don't know what part, though, but there are cases in Florida. Yeah, so uh, I'm assuming that the, the, the Miami Open will, will proceed, but I don't, we'll see. It, it, it's an ever-evolving situation. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, we want folks to, to take care out there, you know, do the things that uh, are being advised by the CDC and, and uh, World Health Organization. Just be diligent about washing your hands for 20 seconds, including your thumbs. Yes, there are songs that <laughs> there are help songs. you do that. <laughs> I, I have been remixing Creep and Scrubs. Same here. <laughs> interchange, like interchangeably. Um, <laughs> Same here. And, and occasionally a, a little Prince, Want to Be Your Lover. <laughs> I get a little outcast in here. You get a little out. I, I, yeah. I get a little Rosa Parks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hush that fuss. Right. Yeah, I, just anything to get my 20 seconds in. Right. And we want, you know, whatever song that is for you, do that. You know, uh, and, you know, obviously soap and water better than hand sanitizer. But if you, all you have is hand, hand sanitizer, be sure to use it. And the most effective percentage is like 70 percent alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just that's the standard. Um, if you have elderly people out there, be, let's be on the lookout for our elderly, making sure, you know, that they're social distancing and that they're not traveling unless they have to. And that certainly that they're not getting on any cruises. Yes. Um, yes. And if no. you have loved ones, particularly older ones, but uh, some of the younger cases, I think of, of folks of the few younger cases of folks who've actually died, I think they've had like other conditions. Some of them have had other conditions, like they were immunocompromised. Right. Yep. That's the thing they're also saying is if you have underlying health conditions, you can, you're, you're maybe susceptible. So, yeah. So just take care of yourself. Let's take care of one another. We're going to get through this for sure. We will. We will. And uh, again, we want to thank you all for joining us. Uh, If you uh, enjoy the podcast, we'd love it if you'd uh, go and give us a favorable review on whatever platform you hit us up on. We're on Facebook. We're on uh, Instagram uh, at Black Girls Vibe Tribe. So we'd love to see you join us there. And we will talk to you next time. Yes, be well. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.